I'd be like, bitch is dead. Move over. Get her well, shit out of here. Welcome to the Boomer Bunker Podcast. I'm John Jamingo. Monday morning, Boomer Bunker, episode 101. Still needing to edit episode 100. I am Boomer Bob and upping his tier to Eric Zane's Patreon, John Jamingo. Dude, I'm going to just warn you right now. I'm the Grump Master General today. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and my bed's against the wall. No, just kidding. I, I'm just, you know what? You ever, maybe you have. Have you ever woke up and just didn't have it? Just didn't feel it? Just mad at the world? Only every day for the past about 15 years. Yeah. I wonder if it's this place. I don't, you know, I don't think you talk like that at all. What do you mean? Welcome to your Boomer Bunker podcast. Well, <laughs> well, I love that. I love the fact was I, I pissed him off. I pissed off. Not we. I pissed him off with my take on the president's speech last week about guns. So he went off and I got clips. I don't know if you want to go into that right now. Or we've wait till later. You're designated driver today. I am. I mean, I have a couple of articles open, but that's it. I think the ones I brought today. Your little volume's a little low, is it me? Oh, uh-huh. it's me. It seems like your volume's a little low. I don't know. I'm just that. not talking as loud as I usually I don't have any energy. You have no energy today? No. I need to smoke like two packs of cigarettes and get my energy back up. Oh, is that what that does? Okay. I don't know. So uh yeah. So anyhow, after we did our Thursday impromptu show, episode one hundred, by the way. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> Eric did his Patreon show. And I asked Eric if I could play these clips because it is a patreon show it's it's not uh well, it's friday not open yeah it's paid for it's paid for content he said yes so i'm gonna play him <laughs> he started out with this dumb shit john Gismongo said well i told you we need our fucking guns and uh boomer bob says from what do we need to be protected from never said there's well, the government I love his. The government. We got to defend ourselves from the government. If we don't have any guns, how are we going to defend ourselves from the government? Let me tell you something. Uh, Your fucking pistol and your shotgun and your AR whatever will do very little against the government, you dumbass. Tell that to the Taliban. They held off the strongest military in the world for 20-something years. With just about, they rode in on goats. <laughs> Again, I, what, what I was saying was that everybody says the Second Amendment is for hunting. It's not. It's to protect us from tyrannical. God damn it. Motherfuckers. Yes. Trigger John. I didn't have to Jesus do Jesus Christ. I, I mean, everybody I fucking know, especially the guy just called me, knows that I record from fucking 10 o'clock until somewhere close to 12. And he waits until 10 o'clock to call me. They want to be on the show. It's okay. Fuck. And I should have had it turned off. Mine's not off. Damn it. It's okay. <sighs> can edit that out. I know it, it does kind of like... Oh, if you edit that out, I'll be pissed. Okay. <laughs> it it, it uh, does kind of throw a, a monkey wrench into your thought process, though. It does. I get that. 
Yeah, uh, what I said was, I didn't say that we need our guns right now to protect. Well, I kind of did in a, a roundabout way. But what I'm trying to say is when our uh, illustrious president says, well, what do you need a AR-15 with 30 bullets for and body armor to go shoot a deer? You don't. You don't. But what you might need it for is if somebody tries to attack you and you have to defend yourself or your family. Well, Might those were that. the words. Those were the words of a guy who's lived a privileged life for over the last fifty years. Yeah, he lives in uh, Michigan, Grand Rapids area. No, I'm talking about oh Biden. Biden. Yeah, saying you need, you only need, what do you need that to hunt for? Well, because I don't have a fucking butler bringing me shit. That's yeah, why, he, dude. You know what they did the this weekend. The president and the first lady have a house in the on the in Delaware, on the beach in Delaware, somewhere down there. I don't know where. Where he should be enjoying his retirement. Right. After he just milked millions of dollars from Russia, China, and Ukraine, allegedly. His son was drive was flying around picking up fucking suitcases full of cash. Whatever. So a plane flew just a, a private plane just flew into his airspace. And they and people with guns rushed in and removed him. Yep. All right. Yeah, I guess he's not worried about anything. He's had people with guns protecting him his whole entire life. So then Eric says, I'm guessing you're gonna lose that battle. I go, when was the last time you've heard about when the citizens had to arm and take out our government? And he actually said, Die, yo, 1776. Was in the sin we signed the Declaration of Emancipation. <laughs> that was when we had to fight the French. I got this all figured out, Eric saying, if you want to march in here and tell us how you feel, I'll be happy to send you a link. We'll eat donuts, 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 fat, fat, fat. I love the I love the faces afterwards. He cartoons well. He can just morph himself into a cartoon pretty quickly. I noticed that the pussy didn't come on. He waited until afterwards to go to his Patreon and talk about well, it. Which he, is fine. I don't care. He had to go wipe his brother-in-law's ass. That's okay. That's all right. Maybe he had uh, things to do is what I'm saying. Yeah. What about Waco? It did end well with for them. It didn't. No. And if that's not a... <laughs> I'll, well, again, I mean, the guy was banging kids, you know, he was banging. Uh, listen, I'm not saying that the guy was right. I'm just saying yeah. that the police came there <laughs> and the police came there to serve a warrant to remove his guns. They basically made them run with their tail between their legs. They shot up the first time that they attempted to go in. They sh they repelled them from yes. coming to their property. And after that, the government was like, you know what? Fuck you. We're going to shoot at your house from helicopter. I mean, it was ridiculous. I, it, there's plenty of um, YouTube shows out there about Waco that what actually happened there. It's it's crazy. Yeah, they burnt the whole thing down with kids inside. Zane, in his explanation, whatever you call that display, he assumes that just everybody, you know, if the government turns against us, which they already have, they're just not acting out on it with brute force yet. But that everybody's just like all the cops are going to stay being cops. They're going to support what the government says and does and, and all of the acts against us. I mean, if it comes down to where, you know, it's 
take us out kind of thing, you know, anybody who's armed and, and goes against them. Do you really think that everybody's all the National Guard will be pulled in against us? I, I mean, isn't it against the law? They're, they're not allowed to use the military against us. Against our own people. Right. right. So my wife has brought that up. They'll just get the military against us, the National Guard. And I'm like, well, they're not allowed to. But I mean, they're also not allowed to do a lot of the shit that they're doing right now. But you have to have hope that there are policemen and members of the military who will be like no i'm not supporting this i'm not going to fight that fight i'm not going to kill kill my own countrymen well since eric thinks that i'm uh like an alex jones type it just seems like if you take a step back and 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 actually pay attention to what's going on like what's the first thing they did that let's defund the police Let's defund the police. Let's take the teeth out of the police. And then what do the criminals do? They're like, hey, man, happy days are here again. We can rape and pillage and go out and steal some shit. and grab, yeah. Yeah, nobody can. Nobody will stop us. And they won't. And what? And if they do, $1 bail. Right. Oh, yeah. That's if they, yeah, if they get arrested, they get $1 bail. They're back out on the streets again. So all the good cops, the cops that really could do their job, they're like, fuck this shit. We'll go into personal security. We'll go do something else where we're appreciated and we'll make more money and get better benefits than all this shit. So what do they leave us with? The people that can't go out, the, the, the worst of the worst. Now we have all crimes, shootings, uh, New York City's uh, a dumpster fire, every major city that's run by Democrats that has the most gun laws that there ever was in the, in the history of the world. And they still can't stop violence. And this guy here from TikTok had made an excellent point. The Justice Department stated they're going to open up an investigation regarding the response time of the police department. If you've been paying attention, you can see what's coming. You can see what the federal government's trying to do. There's a reason they've been bolstering Capitol Police numbers and resources and why they're trying to campaign for them to be a national police force. They want to replace the local and city police as well as the county sheriff's departments with national police. National police that only answer to D.C., not to local officials. And they plan on using the Uvalde situation as a springboard to launch another campaign to nationalize the police. Remember, there was a mass exodus of good cops, and most of these police departments are only full of the shitbags that stayed behind. So the worse these shitbags make local police look, the better a national police starts to sound. Should have been paying attention. It also opened up room for these shitbags to be promoted. You know, right? openings. I have seen no evidence of what he just said as far as the, I haven't oh, looked into it. They started? Anything about them wanting to nationalize the... Oh, they definitely started with, away with locals. Yeah, I got one other clip for, from our pal. Our pal, Eric like jessica there he actually said the government the government <laughs> bob hold on i gotta back that up did you, i don't know you haven't seen the government watch what he's watching what is what he does after he says the government he actually said the government <laughs> <laughs> like cringe as fuck he just made a cringe face. people even watch that shit I can't believe you guys even watch half your half your audience is here. Thank you. They love us. Yeah, thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. <laughs> huh. uh, 
Maybe if we um, talked about our personal lives and did some ad reads, maybe we'd get the rest of them. No, it's listen, this show's not for everybody. Here's the deal. Hey, you know, up the street here on the corner of the parkway and Maston Lake Road, they're they're doing some construction right now. Did you know that? Do you care? No, probably not. Here's the thing. Uh, you know what, Eric? This Eric's job, that's Eric's job. He that's how he makes money. That's how he feeds his yes. family. And I understand yeah, that. That's how he takes okay. And and I think he does a great job. I am an I Eric too. Zane fan. I am I'm too. a huge Eric Zane fan. And I, I'm doing this because He's given, I mean, it was great entertainment. I loved every, I mean, hey, he doesn't agree with me and that's fine. The thing is, I don't have to worry about sponsors saying, oh, we can't sponsor this. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about any of that. Okay. I don't care. I mean, they can do whatever. I don't do this for money. I do this because it's a passion is, of mine. This is a nonprofit organization. That's right. It's definitely a nonprofit. <laughs> I don't know about the organization part, but yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a nonprofit disorganization. <laughs> that's exactly what this is. So, so I mean, I love his opinions, and that's why we we brought him on. You know, that's why I brought him on here. And I'm okay. I'm making fun of him a little bit. I love his impression of me. I can't, I can't get enough of it. I'm just glad the he face, hasn't done me yet. Well, because because I don't know. Is I guess be because I'm boisterous. I don't know. Right. Everybody loves you. Uh, that guy, Kenny, that's over there, that everybody, all the Zaniacs hate that guy, Kenny, from Tennessee. He likes you. Hates me. I like that guy. I think he's pretty cool. Right. See? And he is an arcade, home arcade guy like me. Oh, well, that's photos. why. He sent me photos, and I'm like, yeah, photos. Oh. He has more games than I do. Oh, I see. So I was uh, going through TikTok yesterday. I hadn't been on there in days because I've been busy. Busy doing what? I don't remember. But then I, I'm like... Well, why would it bring this across my damn screen? I've already, I've, I've been watching this one for a while, but then I hit play on it and, uh, Hey Bob, look, I want another waffle. Wee! <laughs> hey everybody. Want to felt... check out the boomer bunker podcast? It's a lot of fun. Wee! <laughs> that one, that one, uh, it kind of, kind of like warm my heart a little. Yep. I figured you'd like that. I didn't want to tell you. I wanted to see if you would find it organically. That's what I uh, told the wife. I was like, you know, he made this. Didn't even like message me and tell me about it. He just let me find it on my own. Yep. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. So, yep. I was just see if that would happen. That was, that was very funny. Well, since we're in the whole guns uh, thing, you put up a story about the shooting. I think it's Saturday night well, over on South Street in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I'm bringing it up now. I've already got the article. Up All right. So I don't, I live 20 minutes from right where there, where this happened. Wow. And one of my favorite places to be was exactly where this happened between second and third street on South. There's a, it's old city. This is the oldest part of Philadelphia. This is where, you know, Washington and Ben Franklin and all, this is where they all hung out. And it's a great little place. They've got some really neat bars in there, and they've got some restaurants. And when you had nothing to do on a Saturday night, you really didn't have any money, what you would do is you would drive over to uh, Philadelphia, you'd park your car, and you would just walk up and down South Street. You would walk from the river where they have what's called Penn's Landing, and then you would walk all the way up South Street, 
all the way up to sixth around, you know, after sixth, it wasn't really, it was more residential, but up to sixth street was nothing but shops and restaurants and the TLA, which is what's the TLA stand for? I forget. Anyhow, it's a theater. They used to have little concerts there and stuff. It was an amazing place. And people and bikers would pull their bikes up there and they'd be sitting there and they'd be talking and people would go by. They would be a, a constant line of cars going two mile an hour, almost like a parade. One of the best cheesesteak places to go in Philadelphia, Jim Steaks, is I think it's like fourth and south, maybe fifth and south. I don't know. Anyhow, you could just walk up and down there all night long up till two, three, four in the morning. You, you would see people walking up. There. And what was there was a, a huge police presence. There was police all over the place. Can you like go into a bar, buy a beer and like a to-go cup and then walk outside with it? Mm, no. You can do you that can here. Go outside with a beer. You can do that here downtown on, on certain days of the week, nights of the week, whatever. But it has to be in a certain color cup so the cops can tell like a green cup or something like that. Whatever they alter the uh, cup colors for the each day and night. So you can't cheat. But There would be parking lots there. And the kids, this is like, this is in the mid 80s early 90s the kids would come down with their big giant cardboard from you know a, a dishwasher or refrigerator and they would take their boom box they would sit down there and they would yeah, break, break dance break I, dance right there on the street there was a lot of street performers it was a great place to be i but had what, a slab of vinyl linoleum that i waxed up and i would a couple of my buddies would would uh, break dance in my driveway back in like 84 oh Damn it, we don't have video of that. I would love to see a breakdancing Bob. I had the fucking, uh, what's it called, parachute pants with all the damn zippers on them and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, with your members-only jacket. No, I didn't have one of those. Didn't have one of those? Uh, uh -uh. So I lived in California. You didn't really need a jacket. So I say that to say this, that if any kind of fight broke, broke out, there was any kind of disturbance or anything, all of a sudden... 25 30 cops would show up just whew, they'd be right there and that shit would stop and if there was any kind of shooting or anything like that they were right on it they were right duchess says bob was too cool for members only no i actually i think it was the opposite i was too big of a dork for members only bob yeah bob was not a member of the members only so the cops would be right there and and you felt safe you felt safe you'd walk up and down the street now, if you walked three blocks one way or four blocks the other way, or you went north, you know, past Sixth Street, eh, a little iffy. Police presence was police presence wasn't there. No. So now they've done this whole defund the police thing, and and this is what we do now. We defund the police because the police are the problem. And now we have these mass shootings. So the the people in charge, the leftists, the Democrats, they defunded the police. And now we have gun violence because the criminals are just out there using their guns because they, they can. There's nobody there to stop them. And what do they do now? Now it's the guns. Well, there were several active shooters in this one that, that yeah. were just firing into a crowd of people. So what does that sound like? I mean, kind of a gang thing? It's a gang thing. Right. The people were in there, and then one guy said something, and another guy pulls out a gun, and then next thing you know, it's the wild, wild west. And there are people there that are just trying to do what we did in the 80s and 90s, just walk down the street, you know, go to this one bar that's there. I mean, there was a stretch where you could go. We used to, it was like a actual, like a pub crawl. You could go from one bar, have a couple of drinks, another bar, have a couple. I mean, you just walked up and down the street. 
It was amazing. I've got an idea. They should ask all of the gang members to turn in their guns. Boy. Well, you know what, Bob? They're not allowed to have concealed carry or open carry in the city of Philadelphia. It's not allowed. So you're not allowed to possess a firearm whatsoever. No, I don't know how this happened because there's already very strict gun laws there. But here we go. Now, I'm sure, Bob, that if the they decided to say, oh, you know what? We're that's it. No more guns. You're not allowed to have a gun. Oh, wait a minute. You're not allowed to have a gun. But we're we're serious this time. No more guns. I'm sure these criminals would just say, oh, well, that's it. This is we're they're Double dog daring us to say we can't have a gun. So then we'll just give up our guns. The problem is that they've broken this and they don't know how to fix it without saying that we fucked up. They fucked up. Well, they, need to, take we away, they need to take away the target rich environments. They need more cops. They need more people. But why would you be a cop? Because as soon as you do anything... As soon as anything breaks out and you shoot somebody, uh, the next thing you know, you're you're in jail or you're fighting for your life or you've got to spend your life savings trying to get, keep yourself out of jail. Why would you do that? Not no, a, a intelligent person wouldn't take that job. So you're saying they're dumb. I'm saying you're getting the worst of the worst. I know a guy. He's been fired from one police department and he was also fired from being a, a prison guard. And he's running around right now going and they're, they're trying to hire. They'll hire anybody. I also had a I'm sorry. I'll just one last story. I also had a friend that was in Camden. Camden's worse than Philly. Camden. We'll talk about Camden a little later because there's a podcast I definitely want to get into. Camden, he was a Camden police department. And when he first got there as a rookie, they said when there's a shooting, he wanted to go to the shooting. They said, no, we're going to ride around the block a few times. And then we're just going to go over there and mop up and do because uh, they don't want to get killed in Camden. Camden was so poor, they, they wouldn't even give their... The cops had to buy their own bulletproof vests. It's disgusting. Which some legislators are wanting to outlaw. Yeah. Well, the cops can have them. Right. But, you know, normal people can't have them. Cause I think isn't uh, primarily New York who's wanting to do that. I, I'll be honest with you. I think a thing today is to ha make uh, clothes with bulletproof ar like armor in, yeah, in them. Kevlar lining. Yeah, Kevlar lining. So in case you're just out somewhere and a uh, shooting breaks out. What I find interesting about this is there were multiple uh, events like this over the weekend. Uh, Chattanooga had one, the one there in Philly. I heard about one in Tulsa. There's, I think, like eight or nine more that happened just this weekend. And well, last we night, normally, we sorry, normally wouldn't hear about these things on the national news because it's not. Unless it's, you know, a lone gunman going into a school or a mall or, or anything like that. But this is this is just most of it's like, you know, nightclub shit kind of event kind of shit. And uh, but that's the narrative now. They want to highlight everybody who gets injured via firearm. Yeah, because they want gun laws. They want to take piles, the guns right. piles on. Right. They, they just want to pile on. And, and they, they keep doing it. So they people get scared. Oh, I'm my surprised. God. John, I'm surprised we don't yet see on the national news, like on CNN, right? Top right-hand corner, a current injured count and a death count from gun violence, just like they did with the COVID shit. Just a running counter. Yeah, I mean, they want you to be afraid so that the police will protect you. And as we've seen, 
they're showing you that the police really won't protect you. I have this one story here. It says the man of steel and steel is, is S T E A L thief with 46 arrests exploited the city's fears and jail might've saved his life. So basically what they're saying is this one guy, he lives in New York in Queens since they're soft on crime, he's just been out criming it up. He's pilfered Walgreens at least 37 times last year, loaded up on everything he could just easily flip for cash. And then he and then he just converted that into heroin and cocaine. And does eyewitness, I don't care. Where I come from, people mind their business. And if they don't, bad things happen to them. So... Again, this is what they're doing. We we watched it. Uh, he's a before. handsome gentleman too. He looks very dapper. Yeah, I mean this guy here. I, again, I I just this is what we're allowing to go run our streets, and uh, the police aren't going to protect you, ladies. You're is that doing anything for you? You're just pray. Oh, I saw this. I mean, I, I did not see this yet. I can't wait to watch it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> This lady's running for AOC seat, and I hope she gets it. She's a potty mouth for sure. Republicans need to fight back, okay? America first candidates need to be voted in because something has to turn around for us. Or we're going to lose our country because of all these fucking motherfucking Democrats. <laughs> and I've had it. If you're not angry, if you're not angry and you still support Biden... There's something wrong with you, okay? Have a great weekend, motherfuckers. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Hold on again. Republicans Make need to stop. fight back. Oh. Wow. Fuck. All right. So fight back, fight back with what? I mean, the, how we're gonna I, fight back? Voting, voting, new people. Yeah, fuck. Okay, sure. You and your fucking Dominion voting machines it's gonna work out great for us. Well, it's funny you say that about voting machines because we have this. So when the Trump team said in 2020 that Dominion voting machines were easily hacked, accounts were banned on Twitter, everyone freaked out saying that kind of claim could damage democracy. But now a government agency is saying it, so I guess it's fine. The U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency issued a warning yesterday that Dominion electronic voting machines, which are still used in at least 16 states, have, quote, software vulnerabilities that leave them open to hacking. The report states that there are things we should worry about that could be exploited by sophisticated attackers, such as hostile nations or election insiders. Imagine that. Attackers could mark ballots inconsistently with voters' intent or even alter recorded votes. You can read all of it on your own if you Google CISA report Halderman. Of course, this report goes out of its way to claim that the machines were not hacked during the 2020 election. Somehow, even while it condemns the states to use them in 2020 and claims that they are not doing enough to protect from vulnerabilities. I guess we can't expect too much consistency from a government agency, but I do think, despite their hedging, the report overall supports any claims that were made that the 2020 election was rigged, which it was. And well, they, I mean, they also claimed that about the 2016, so. I know, but you, you, the mainstream media, you know what you hear from them over this report? Crickets. Exactly. Yes. But Tina Forte is her name, and she's running against AOC. And oh my God, what I love to see, I would pay, I would pay real American dollars to see a debate between Tina Forte and AOC. <laughs> I have I have a feeling that halfway through it would turn into a cat fight. That should be on pay-per-view for real. They could raise money. 
um, unbelievable. Because, I mean, I've seen her before. She's been on the Anthony Cumia podcast, and I've seen her before. She's a fantastic follow on Twitter because she just gets up. I, I can't believe she hasn't an, had an accident yet for the simple fact that she's always driving and doing these things. And people, you can see in the comments below, eyes on the road. Have you heard about there's somewhat of an exodus happening, I guess, with Biden aides. They're all quitting and stuff. Check this out. Okay, so get this. Apparently, a few Biden aides have come forward saying that they're losing morale because nobody is watching Biden's speeches. Now, I'm no expert, but I do believe that I have a couple of reasons as to why this might be. So I'm going to go ahead and list them all out rapid fire. Let's go. First up, he slurs when he speaks. That is not me trying to be rude or anything, but I swear to God, it sounds like he's through an entire gallon of vodka. And by the way, um, any of these things would fit either of us or this show as a collective. Sure. So pay attention. <laughs> Keep that in mind while she's telling you these things. We're not the president. He forgets what he's saying mid-sentence. And you know that he forgot what he's saying because he always hits us with the, uh, anyways. Third, this man only reads from a teleprompter. There is not a genuine unscripted thought behind those eyes. Next up, he makes up his own words. I still want to know how we're going to mobilize true and international under pressure. Number five, he never takes questions. This man will tuck tail and bolt that's out of not the room true. before we he take has questions. to answer any oh, questions. We take questions. Number six, he just never gets to the point. Hey, you that's can sit me. there and listen to a speech of his for an hour and a half and still have no idea what he's talking about. And lastly, the whisper talk. It's weird, it's creepy, it's cringy, and honestly, he should just stop doing that completely. Well, there's been uh, a lot of other shows highlight the fact that, you know, whenever Biden goes live, like on YouTube or something, or they're broadcasting it on YouTube, because, well, nobody with an actual TV station wants to broadcast it. There's like 46 people watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, it, what Half of those are probably bots. I can't watch it because I'm afraid I'll pop a fucking gasket and have a, an aneurysm in the middle of these things. The shit that he says infuriates me because, first of all, he's been lying for 50 years. He flat out lies. He doesn't have he does not, for some reason, think that there is stuff called, you know, video. I'm going to say video that people can just use the Google machine and go back and find out what he just said earlier. So he just lies and he thinks people are just going to believe well, this. It's not like back in the seventies when you could lie and nobody could prove it. Well, he works a lot towards being a political chameleon, whatever the room is, he tries to play to it. Yes. And he's, I think he's done that his entire political career, which by the way, has been since I was born. He's tried to run for president twice. Once he had to bow out because they caught him in a lie. He was lying. So he had to bow out. The second time yeah, he tried to run, the second time he tried to run for president, he took and plagiarized a speech from somebody in England or another country. Just flat out plagiarized the whole speech. And guess what? Someone found it and they brought him up. You know, they brought it up to him and he had to bow out again. Yeah, that was a Winston Churchill dumbass. You can't plagiarize somebody like that. Yeah. See, I didn't even know who it was. Um, I don't know who it was, but I'm just Making an example. Right. But what I'm saying is that he's been a horrible candidate his entire life. So here, the, so the thing is that going against Trump, he was their best of the best, which tells you exactly how the Democrats are. He was their best. No. Who was no. their best? He was, who was their best? Yeah. Who was, I mean, I know who as their best far was. As what? As far as, you know, intellect, having a brain in their head? Yeah. I know who it was, and they wouldn't even allow her on the stage, and that's Tulsi Gabbard. 
Tulsi Gabbard, I agree, but of the ones that were on the stage, I would say, believe it or not, I'm going to go with Pete. Pete? Yes. He's even worse. He's very intelligent and well-spoken. Now, he's also very easily cucked. Well, if you want to go down, if the very last thing on our, I have a, a tweet from this week with I'll, ABC. I'll open it up for you. Incoming. Incoming. There you go. Uh, this is a tweet from the at this week ABC. President Biden, quote, has a very clear plan, end quote, to tackle inflation. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttjudger tells uh, Stephanopoulos. Unfortunately, from the other side of the aisle, we what we're seeing is not very much by the way of concrete ideas. And here's the video. We just saw in Rebecca's piece, President Biden saying he's doing everything he can. He believes he's doing everything he can on his own to combat inflation. But Democratic Congressman Ro Khanna disagrees. He's saying there's way more we can do. He wrote that in the New York Times, way more we can do right now to stop inflation, including having various departments, the Department of Energy buy up more petroleum, Department of Agriculture buy up more food, buy up surplus baby formula. Should the president set up the kind of task force uh, that, that Congressman Khanna is talking about and start to, those, to make those purchases? Here comes the stupid. Well, look, the president's made clear that inflation is his top economic priority, and he's laid out a very clear strategy for doing that. I'm sure additional ideas will be welcomed, uh, especially when they're ideas that come in good faith. Uh, but right now, the president has a, a very clear plan. Now, unfortunately, from the other side of the aisle, what we're seeing is not very much by way of concrete ideas, right? Oh. Uh, we heard, uh, something from Senator Rick Scott about raising taxes on uh, uh, lower and middle income Americans. There's a continued push. Why? To uh, uh, reduce or to, to remove the ACA. And you have, uh, you know, continued culture wars. But, uh, you know, what, what we have in the administration and working with partners of our uh, in Congress who are uh, coming through with a number of good ideas is to continue to take the steps that are needed, uh, both on the price side and on the growth side to keep our economy strong. Is that the biggest bunch of bullshit you've ever heard in your entire fucking life? And this is the best of the best that wasn't Biden. I mean, cut me a break. Yeah, he's done every. He's right. Biden's done everything he could to increase inflation. The first thing he did the day he got in there was he took he just fucking just started hammering the fossil fuel industry, and now the prices are up, and that drives the prices that drives up inflation. And he just printing money and and and, and sending it out like he's fucking Santa Claus. If there was a way to ruin a country, this guy's doing it, and he's they're not even shy. And the fact that that our Department of Transportation, the fact that he sat up there and just lied like that, Jesus Christ, I wish, I wish a human, we would develop something as a human being that the more you lie, the redder you turn. Because by the time he was done, he would have looked like a tomato. Yeah. Bob, your retorts are amazing. Because you say everything I have to say. Oh. So I still am hung up on his... When they had him out there trying to pitch that, what I forget what the uh, infrastructure bill was called. That was it, three point five gazillion dollars that they approved. Uh, what was it back in January, something like that, and uh, or late <laughs> last year, where you know they're going to rebuild all the bridges and get the roads and blah blah blah. And and he pointing out how the bridges in predominantly black neighborhoods were purposely built low so they couldn't move out. Yeah, well, the buses. Buses couldn't get under the bridges. Right. Right. That's so they did this. That's why in the Hamptons, they made the <laughs> the Hamptons, they made the bridges low. So the buses couldn't take the, the riffraff to the Hamptons. So <laughs> I got to tell you something. 
Mrs. Bob is in the chat and she is full on wants to divide us. She yeah. wants civil war. She wants. Apparently she um doesn't have anything to do this morning at work. Right. I need so, uh, boss. <laughs> I, so here's a comedian and he thinks that uh, she's kind of right. That civil war is coming. A civil war. It's true. It's gonna happen. We, I mean, we'll reboot anything in America. I mean, <laughs> they made two Ant Mans. They're gonna make a second Civil War. <laughs> That's just the American way. Here's the thing. I don't know. You guys might not know. I'm a liberal guy. Sorry. I voted Biden, Hillary, Obama. But the second the Civil War starts, my pronouns are "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> I want to win, baby. <laughs> I want to live for two more Ant Mans. You know. <laughs> I'm not doing guerrilla warfare with a bunch of baristas. I'll tell you that. Right. I'll tell you. I can't. I'm not. We, they go into battle fucking TikTok dancing. <laughs> they're like, Sergeant, I think they're trying to flank us with choreography. <laughs> I can't fucking fight. I'd be like, well, I can't battle today. My acid reflux is acting up. <laughs> be like calling my dad in the middle of battle. Like, Dad, how do you change the oil in a tank? <laughs> No shooting, I call time out. <laughs> Here's why I'm switching sides. I got a fucking uncle, I have a right wing uncle, and every year he rents a helicopter in Texas, and him and his friend shoot wild pigs with illegal machine guns from the helicopter. And he calls the pigs four-legged Democrats. <laughs> That's what the conservatives are doing, and liberals, we're like, the blue Eminem has anxiety. <laughs> The yellow one's pansexual. We don't know what it means either. <laughs> We're gonna get butchered, dude. We're gonna get absolutely butchered. That's why the second the Civil War starts, I'm moving in with my racist farmer uncle Randy. I'm a, he still calls sriracha Chinaman ketchup. <laughs> he calls hummus ISIS butter. He, he thinks the climate's changing because the Jews stole the weather keys. <laughs> And I don't agree with him, but he's got a bunker, so I do, you know. Shall we get into this? Let's do it. All right. A bar in Dallas, Texas, is uh, advertising a drag show for children, including the opportunity for some kids to perform with the drag queens on stage. This is a drag queen host. So uh, anyway, let's go on. This is a pretty long article here, and it kind of chronicles this. That tweet was uh, about nine, ten days ago. Video from inside the bar shows several children getting groomed for drag queen performances with one child handing out money to a twerking performer. Would you like to see the video? Yeah, let's throw the video up there. Uh, you know what? If you don't come watch this live... Sorry, turning it down a little bit. That's a dude. Yes, that is a guy. Do not, do not start to rub your junk. Did you see the sign behind it? Yeah, it says... They have a, a neon thing on the wall that says it's not going to lick itself. Right. And there are kids in there. There's kids in here. There's yeah, young the kids that, in here. That, the one who just gave that thing a dollar or whatever it was. Probably what? Maybe seven, like eight. seven, eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Texas, it would be shootable. Sorry. Well, this is in Texas. Right. This is in Dallas. So there's more as you go on. Uh, other children were invited to perform on stage with the drag queens in front of a neon sign that says it's not going to lick itself. 
I mean, oh my, if you if you know and you think you can do it like we do it, I want you to come up here real quick. If you think you can do it, if you think you can walk You think you can do it like we do it. Who wants to be a diva for the day? Yeah, everybody come back here with me. Walk for me. And all of these kids are, well, a lot of the kids are wearing LGBTQ stuff, rainbow colors. That kid looks like he's being forced. He mad. He looks like he's being forced to do it. His shoulders are rolled over. He looks embarrassed. Look at him. This is child abuse. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yes, dab a little. Uh, what they should do, they should go in there, the police should go in there and arrest everybody in there for child endangerment. Cut me a break. How is this even legal? Now, there's a clip of this guy here with the, I don't know, four or five other guys comes up with a, a megaphone and he starts to get onto them. It gets a little long, but there's an abridged version here. It says, one of the attendees clashed with protesters at the Drag the Kids to Pride event today in Dallas. Apparently, this was Friday, Saturday, whatever. You people are the symptom of a dying society, and you know it. We're scaring children. Shut the We're fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You. Shut the fuck up. Look at this. Look at this. Shame on you. Shame on you. you. Shame on you. Well, John, they really think what they're doing is totally okay. Jesus Christ. This is ridiculous. Anybody who is opposition is to be shamed. Look, I understand it's supposed to be Pride Month. This is what you're proud of? Taking children into a place and having drag queens... Teach him how to be a drag queen. This is what you're proud of? Well, you should be. You should be yeah, fucking proud. on the provocative side for me. I, I don't agree with listen, this thing at all, but not my kids. Okay, listen, if these kids were 16 or 17 or something like that, I might not. I probably wouldn't have a problem with it, to be honest with you, because, you know, that's you, you've been through your sexuality. You know what you want to be and all that. That's fine. But these as young as kids. are there by choice, not, yeah. not because your mom or dad dragged you there. Right. No one says I want to go do this. Not one of them. It's not. It's not right. It's. It should be illegal. There. There's got to be something. <laughs> Fucking Jason, take down your PP. seconds. That's a good one. Oh, I wish. I Shame on you. Shame on you. Shut up, you rainbow haired freak. Shame. How about shame on that haircut? Yeah, love is what did, I forget what what did they say? Love is something. Love is uh, multiple police reports against pro child drag show and tenties for assault. <laughs> yeah, b- but the cops were going after the what I'm going to say, you know, normies. At least four have now. been officially yeah. filed now. Yeah, reports against pro seven year olds tipping drag queens and hanging out in a 21 and up bar in the Dallas and the Dallas police the police department is letting it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Well, wow. take Gary. She's taking, taking their money. Yeah, she's handed. They're handing her a dollar. Okay, yes. that's bad. I don't. I don't want them tucking. Officers are letting children inside the bar. Officer, how do 
Orlando is letting children not 21 inside of an establishment with alcohol. But he's doing what he's told. I mean, the cop has to take orders from above, right? So I'm sure that somebody above was like, yeah, let's just, you know, protect. There's going to be a problem down here. There's going to be clashing. Just, you know, protect, keep it civil, whatever. All right. Well, Kate seems to be upset. Did we call it, we call it a thing? <laughs> did we? I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I did. I'm not against what they're doing in the club as far as all of the adults, anybody. Uh, if you're an over. adult and you want to go in and be a drag queen and you want to, and if you're gay or something like that, I, I have no problem with this. The problem I have is grooming children at a young age. Jesus yeah. Christ, they still believe in Santa Claus, the tooth fairy, the fucking Easter bunny. All right. They still believe in all that shit. I can't. I, I mean, how are you supposed to be able if they still believe in all that, they don't in their minds, they're not old enough to, to understand what's going on here. As far as I'm concerned, the person, the drag queens in there, they are harming children. It, it's the same thing as, as a, as a teacher banging a child in my humble opinion. It's a notch under allowing them to watch porn. Homeschooling is not going to work because these the, the ones that are they're taking their children in there. They're going to homeschool them. They're going to teach them all this shit anyhow. They've had two generations. They've had the millennials and now Gen Z to sit there and basically ply them with all this propaganda and make this normal. And it's not normal. Well, this and this... and it's going to take years, generations to fix it if it can be fixed. Well, what this is trying to say, this is a uh, tweet from the libs of TikTok that says homeschool your kids that John read there. They include some kind of a tweet here from the River Forest District 90 schools. It says on June 1st, students, parents, PTO members, and community residents from all three schools marched together to raise the pride flag at the River Forest Village Hall in recognition of the start of Pride Month. After the flag-raising ceremony, participants walked together around the Lincoln Elementary block a few times, ending at the Franklin Playground, where music and an ice cream truck were waiting. Dude, so they're not even that's, hiding. That's what that was for. They were trying to point. I mean, they're, they're raising Pride flag. They want you to take the American flag down and, and, and don't do the which I kind of agree it is a little bit of an indoctrination doing the Pledge of Allegiance every morning, holding your hand over your heart every fucking morning in school. But whatever, I support that more than I support this in regards to putting up pride flags at unlike federal grounds. I have to put user in timeout for the simple fact that he's in here. He's here promoting violence. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I You know what? I'm, I missed I what you said, damn it. He said kill everyone, both sides. Oh. Yeah, you can. You can't. You can't do that shit, dumbass. I, listen, we have very lax rules in the chat. If I have to ban you in a chat, you're. In, what you gotta see, do, moron, is you have to tell them. Okay, you first. <sighs> hey, so Wobbly's in here. Is that it, Wobbly? Wobbly. Wobbly. That's yeah. sweet. Welcome, welcome to our our nonsense. It's also going in, like here it says, uh, two publicly funded libraries are hosting a Pride Fest and are advertising that kids will be dressing up in drag. Woohoo! Hey, go get your grandkids, John. Let's take them to the library. I got to tell you a little story. So I was out with my son on Sunday. We went out, we grabbed some lunch, we were doing some things. And he was talking to me about, like, all the stuff that's going on in the country. Right. And he hated Trump. He hated Trump, hated Trump with a passion. And he turned 18 so he could vote in this election. He couldn't wait to go to vote for Biden. Whatever. 
It's his decision, you know. So we're sitting there and he's complaining about everything. And I said, hey, if you could go back to that election and vote for Biden or Trump, who would you vote for? He sat there, he looked at me and he went, Trump. I said, oh, really? But I thought Trump was the enemy. He goes, he did a lot better job than this guy's doing. Wow. Which fucking blew my mind. He hated Trump. Yeah. I mean, despised him. And he would vote for him now. Well, <sighs> too bad his vote's going to be reversed if he does. Hey, the thing with my son is I just, and, and with all my kids, we have, we have discussions about things and they're adults and they can do what they want. I never try to pressure them, never call them dumb. We can have completely opposing views on things. You know, I want to be able to have a back and forth. I want to be able to debate ideas. This is what we should all be able to do. Whether we agree with each other or not, we can't be in a, echo chamber where we only listen to our own things i listen i put up i listen to two podcasts that i can't stand every day i listen to them i scream at them but i listen to them just because i got to hear the other side even though i can't stand it i listen to it and i try to keep an open mind i really do but sometimes the lying just infuriates me <sighs> that being said like i said we need to re-invoke or invoke the keep it to yourself shit Maybe. Hey, I'm bisexual. Cool. Keep it to yourself. I didn't ask. Hey, I vape. Cool. I didn't ask. Keep it to yourself. Hey, I'm a vegan. Cool. Didn't ask. Keep it to Hey, I like Trump. Didn't ask. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Let's just put all that back. The There's internet with Twitter, social media, all that stuff has given people this idea that we all give a shit about whatever random thought they're, they want to type out. Don't care. There, I think there's still a law that uh, it's, you know, it's called contributing to a delinquency of a minor. Yes. All right. Why isn't it? Why wasn't that in, invoked in that bar? Isn't that contributing to a delinquency of a minor? I'm going to assume that the bar has applied for some special permit of some sort to hold that event and not serve alcohol that day. That kind of thing. Everybody's drinking, you know, Shirley Temples and faux apple teenies and all that stuff. Apple teenies. It's the Capri, devil's Capri Sun Zimas. Apple teenies. That's the devil's nectar. Tastes it's like it's like perfect going down and never had a regular teeny, let alone an apple oh, teeny. Um, my God. Well, to add to it, Burger King Austria declares it's time to be proud with the new Pride Whopper. Would you like to see what the new Pride Whopper is in Austria? Uh, I would love to see this. Don't try to go up to your... I don't understand. King down the street and get one of these. Well, first of all, is there a picture of it? I know what it I'm says. Okay. Get ready. Get ready. I'm ready, Bob. I'm weird ready. about that. Wait a minute. So you either get two tops or two bottoms? Thank you. Two <laughs> tops or two bottoms. So you either get double the sesame seeds or no sesame seeds? I don't That's think that Burger, right. I don't think that Burger King Austria is aware of what a top and a bottom is. Wink, wink. In regards to so what they don't want is they don't want nonconformist buns. In other words, they can't have one bun look one one way and one. Well, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's uh, asymmetrical. It also they allows don't... a bottom bun to be trans as a top bun. I don't understand that, but. Okay. Now I would feel well, cheated, on top, isn't it? Look, it's on the top. I understand that. Well, but now I feel cheated if I got one. the two. It identifies as a top one. I understand that, but I feel well. So does the 
the other one, the bottom one, then identify the top. Never. No, the bottom one identifies as a power bottom. <laughs> oh my god! Over here. So here's the thing: I would feel cheated if I got two bottoms instead of two tops. Hmm. This is wrong. <laughs> it's like getting a sandwich with both heels of the bread. I've done that. Ugh. Ridiculous. Those aren't so bad when you're wrapping it around like a hot dog. It ain't so okay. bad. Hey, yes, maybe. But still. <laughs> Just say this. And, and again, this is in Austria. This is not here. I don't think this is here in America. It'd, it'd be cool be. What I do when I get a, a Whopper, since I get it plain anyway, I just take the top bun and just throw it away, and I fold it up like a taco anyway. All right, hold on, stop. So you're saying that you go get a Whopper. Do you have the lettuce on it? Plain. Meat and bun. So you're not getting a Whopper. You're getting a, a per. Hamburger, a larger hamburger than I would get if I just ordered a hamburger. Right. It's totally yeah. plain. Just the meat. No, no cheese. No, sauces, no cheese. No nothing. No just cheese. hamburger. Meat, bun. I take the top bun and throw it because if I, that's just too much bread. You won't even taste the patty, the meat patty. So I fold it up like a taco. And you know, it's funny. Delicious. Bob, I got to tell you, I grew up with a guy like you and I, I forgot all about it. He was one of my best friends. And he was the same way. We would have to go to McDonald's and I'd have to wait for him because he would get a plain hamburger, nothing on it, no cheese, no anything. No. And everywhere we went, he would, and then he would grab the bun. Like if he, if we went to, if he got something, he wasn't sure what it was, he would grab it and he would, he would sniff it. And then he would take a little bit. Ugh, I'm not would, that weird. Oh, it would drive me up a wall. I can it, tell by how it looks. And it was funny. He had ticks. I think that this whole thing with food with you is your Tourette's. It could be. Because he had Tourette's. He had uh, what I would consider Tourette's, too. Because what he would do is if, if he got really excited, he would take his hands and he would do this. He would do. He would take his hands and he would just like tap it. He would like beat on his chest. And if he got really excited, he would do this or he would tap on his head like this. Yeah, that's a tick. It's a tick. I don't so, do I've never done that. Right. But I mean, ticks are different for different people. And then like, say you're walking. Let's say we were out, we were down the, on the beach. I have a boardwalk there. We're walking on the boardwalk. All of a sudden, you'd be talking. All of a sudden, he would just take off and sprint. It would scare the shit out of me. Like, I thought somebody was chasing us or something. I'd look around, and he would sprint, like, 25 yards and stop. And then just sit there and wait for you. I go, what was that? What was that? And he goes, I don't know. Just had to sprint. So. Every dog has his day, John, and good dogs have, too, as you may have heard said by other people. And. When I was in, I think it was ninth grade in Brentwood, Tennessee, my <laughs> speech problem was pretty bad, right? It was pretty bad. Didn't have a lot of friends. I was somewhat the new kid still. And there was this one guy, his name was Chad Matz. I don't, I don't give a shit about giving his name. He was kind of a fat, like a zit-faced kid, whatever, but uh, it is what it is. I wasn't exactly George fucking Clooney. And he used to walk by and make fun of me when he'd walk by, whatever, the way that I talked. And then one day I was in the lunchroom and I, I sat by myself because I was kind of a new kid still and kind of an outcast because of my speech problem. He went and I was like, oh, there goes fucking Matt's that dickhead. And he goes through the lunch line, grabs his tray, and he sits across from me at a table with nobody at it, just me. And I'm like, I look up at him and I, and I said, what the fuck are you doing here? And he goes, and then, um, oh, man, I'm, I just, you know, I wanted to hang out. Like I, I thought he was about to, you know, knock my lunch off the table or try to, you know, bully me somehow. And then I look and he's got like a shake to his head and, and he's blinking. And I'm like, 
holy shit he's like what man and i was like you got fucking tourette's he goes yeah um going to the neurologist this week and i was like how you fuck you how does it feel bitch how does it feel how's it feel what do you hey what are you blinking for you gonna make a left at the light well I, it was they usually it was, blink both eyes yeah. huh? they do the blinky thing yeah but see we didn't know what it was called back then we had no idea they never called it tourette's back then when I was young, I mean, the first time I ever heard of Tourette's was on a show called L.A. Law, and they had a guy on stage, or they had a guy, it was a character, and he was up on the stand because he got fired because he had Tourette's, and he would use he would use the N-word, and he would just scream it out. It, I swear to God, it is the funniest. It's hysterical. The lawyer is Blair Underwood, who's black. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't even. I can't even do it here because it's too, it's too racist. So anyhow, yeah, Nick says sweet and Anita, Anita on TikTok. I've seen her before. Yeah, that's the one. That's the like the 15 year old girl who like whistles and there's there's two of them in there. There's, there's a clicking sound. Yes, they, like there's two. There's two different ones in there. One's with black hair. I don't see her that much anymore. And this other woman, every once in a while, she pops up and she's she has got ticks like you can't believe. Oh, there's there's some TED talks that are great, too. This chick comes out and she says like three normal words three like goes into her presentation and then gets stuck on the word biscuit it's like biscuit 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 biscuit, biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> is my internet stuck what's going on here hit the Beatles. So I'm, it's okay i can make fun of Tourette people i have Tourette's. is, is that is that the way that that works john i don't the know best. i make fun the of Tourette's to people too and i don't have Tourette's. so what's the, the difference? well i make fun of fat people because i'm fat the yeah. best Jerry Springer episode I ever saw was in 94 and it was he had an entire panel this was back when he used to do like a Oprah type of a show rather than everybody was banging everybody else and they would fight on stage he had just a regular six chairs with six different bodies in it and everybody there had Tourette's and it was an amazing show I had it on recorded on VHS and my baby mama was the type who went like if she'd asked me for hey hey man can I get 20 man so I can get get some weed i'd be like well i don't have it yet i haven't gotten paid she would get mad at me and break something of mine when i was at work what and she knew that i cherished that particular vhs tape of that particular jerry springer show so she she broke it and threw it in the trash with that kind of thing yeah she was that type i had a rc like a radio controlled van that i painted up to look like my van i had a van that was like customized so I bought a RC car and I made it look like my van. She broke that and threw it in the trash just to kind of get back at me because I wouldn't, you know, give her money to buy weed with or whatever. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I had a kid with that crazy bitch. Well, there you go. And we're kind of getting running out of time here. There's a couple stories I want to get to. You know, Roadhead is really, really dangerous. A Florida man was getting oral sex from his girlfriend in Florida, and it was so good that the man smashed in, into a FedEx truck head on. And uh, apparently, on. I get it. Apparently, the impact was so intense she that bit the, off. she bit it right off. Oh, he got Lorena, she Lorena bobbed on him. Now, I'm sure she didn't swallow, I'm sure she was a spitter, but uh, they had him, <laughs> they had him there. He's dickless now. So be careful. Listen, if you're going to get some roadhead, just pull over. Just or pull just, over. Just, yeah, yeah. Come on. 
I have had that before, and it, I was too worried about driving. I couldn't really enjoy it. Right. I, honestly, I'm like, I would rather be elsewhere right now or, or just, like you said, pulled over. You can't wait two minutes. Fuck, we'll be home in two minutes. And a, a more serious accident last June in California, a construction worker who was drunk high and getting oral sex uh, backed his pickup truck over a group of three patrons at an outside bar killing one. Uh, they got pictures of the poor guy laying there. Uh, they're trying to um, administer first aid to him. See, Is, these cops, they're doing uh, God's work, to be quite honest with you. Mm -mm. I'd be like throwing them paper towels here, man. Just Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're going to die. You know, so <laughs> put some pressure on that. We'll be back for you. I'm just wondering about the poor woman. I mean, talk about your, uh, that's a real mental issue right there. I have a feeling that that's, uh, that's traumatic. It's a life traumatic incident that's going to follow for the rest of her, her life. I mean, like they say, you play stupid games. Do you what? care about Harry and Meghan, the Royals? I loved um, Adam Curry's idea that this whole thing, this last, uh, what was it, uh, Thursday, Friday? The Jubilee. The, queen, the big Jubilee that, um, you know, they had this big golden carriage and it alleged that, well, what was in there was a hologram. It wasn't even a queen. Mm -hmm. And they think that she's been dead. That's what they're saying. Yeah. I would agree. Maybe. Why would they hold that back, though? I mean, my wife asked me that. She's like, well, why wouldn't. I don't know. Charles just you know yeah. take the throne wouldn't that be a big thing a new, yeah, a new if, guy yeah, if i was charles i'd be like bitch is dead move over get her well, shit out of here let's well, go he plays ball you know I'm, I mean? you know i've been waiting you know 50 years to do this it's time for her to go she lived too long so all right let's try to end on a on a higher note let's because we're very negative bob but with all this energy issues that we have there is a video out here that kind of makes me Hopefully, hopefully that they're not going to try to kill us by not giving us any energy. There is, there seems like there could be an answer to coal-fired and uh, fossil fuel-fired generators. And uh, I figured we good fortune to learn about nuclear power. The liquid fluoride thorium reactor. It's based on yes. fluoride salts as a nuclear fuel. You have to heat them up to about 400 degrees Celsius to get them to melt. In normal operation, you have a little piece of frozen salt that you've kept frozen by blowing cool gas over the outside of the pipe. If there's an emergency and you lose all the power to your nuclear power plant, the little blower stops blowing. The frozen plug of salt melts and the liquid fluoride fuel inside the reactor drains out of the vessel through the line and into another tank called a drain tank. A staggeringly impressive level of safety, even if there's physical damage to the reactor. Thorium is a naturally occurring nuclear fuel. It's so energy dense that you can hold a lifetime supply of thorium energy in the palm of your hand. Because the lifter is capable of almost completely releasing the energy in thorium, this reduces the waste generated by factors of millions over fossil fuels. We're still going to need liquid fuels for vehicles and machinery, but we could generate these liquid fuels from the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and from water, much like nature does. We could generate hydrogen by splitting water and combining it with carbon harvested from CO2 in the atmosphere, making fuels like methanol, ammonia, and dimethyl ether, which could be a direct replacement for diesel fuels. Imagine carbon neutral gasoline and diesel sustainable and self-produced. You can see that uranium-235 is like on par with silver and platinum. Can you imagine burning platinum for energy? And that's what we're doing with our nuclear energy sources today. We're burning this extremely rare stuff and we're not burning thorium. Will they allow that? That's the big question. 
I actually read an article, I think it was yesterday, in regards to they had basically proven that there's more damage done to the environment by tire dust, dust coming off your tires, like basically yeah. you know, parts of the tire coming off, than any of the actual emissions do whatsoever. Right. Why isn't that an argued point by anybody? Like, well, again, I, th I think this is all about control. control. We're going to ban tires. I have an article here from CNBC. The energy in nuclear waste could, be pa could power the U.S. for 100 years, but the technology has never been commercialized. There's enough energy in the nuclear waste that we have right now to power the entire country for 100 years with clean energy. The technology turns nuclear waste into energy. It's known as a nuclear fast reactor. It has existed for decades. It was proven out by the United States Government Research Pilot Lab, and it, it operated to, from 1960 to 1990. It was never economical enough to develop at scale. Several, several private nuclear innovation companies are developing a commercial fast reactor, but there's still ch supply chain issues for producing uh, the fuel that goes into these reactors. So basically, all this stuff that we've had a problem getting rid of that we don't know what to do with, they could take and reuse that to make energy. So the, again, I'm not a big fan. Like, listen, if you have something better than, than fossil fuel that's cheaper that we can use, because as I've said many times before, the reason that we brought everybody out of, out of poverty is because of cheap energy, which is fossil fuel. I don't have a problem with getting rid of it as long as we have something better. Well, they have to have a product that everybody can make gazillions of dollars off of first. Right. Because if it doesn't provide massive amounts of wealth for all of them, then we're never going to get it. Hmm. You, you may, I know that you, I don't know if you Uber eats it, but you get a lot of meals, I'd say more than average from uh, Uber Eats or home delivery, correct? Yeah, so we do, I DoorDash, but go ahead. Okay, well... Maybe that's what this guy does. Here we go. Hey, what's up, TikTok? Big problem with gas prices. So gas is $4.89 a gallon on average. That is where I am also. And the price of diesel is quickly approaching $6 a gallon. And I have a big question about work and how people are going to survive. So, for instance, I do DoorDash on the side for extra income. Well, I've had to stop doing that. But why? Well, as of right now, gas is taking up two-thirds of the money I make on DoorDash. So that means if I go make, let's say, $80 a day on DoorDash, gas is taking 50 of it, give or take, to make that $80. Then the wear and tear on the car, we're pretty much just breaking dead even, maybe even paying a little bit to do DoorDash. This is a direct result of gas prices, direct result of gas prices. I can no longer do this side hustle, if you want to call it that, because of the gas prices. It is too costly to do that. Yep. So uh, that's all I'm going to play of that. But yeah, I mean, you may have to start go, going out and getting your own food if, if there's any to be gotten. The wife and I went to two grocery stores yesterday and um, starting to see some bare shelves. It's happening. And when it when it finally all happens, uh, people are, the people that are going to hurt the most are the people that ha haven't prepared, that are uh, in the major cities that are more liberal. Uh, I'm not saying it's not going to hurt uh, people that are uh, Republicans or you know more right leaning. It can, 
what we're having right now, this is just the beginning. It hasn't even started yet. Wait till the rolling blackouts hit and we don't have electricity and it's hot as hell and people are dying over this heat wave. And this is all going to happen before the midterms. And I love to know how they're going to how they're going to spin this. Everything that has happened. I mean, the Republicans are just chomping. They can't wait for the midterm elections to get here. They're chomping at the bit. They can't wait to start the ads. As soon as Biden got into the White House, he started destroying this country. He couldn't wait. He did it the first the way day. That I see it is that this aristocracy has placed the, to me, this is a form of sanctions on the American people. Absolutely. He says he's not going to tax anybody. No new taxes for anybody that uh, makes less than 400. Inflation is the worst tax you can put on somebody. The money that they have is worth less. Yeah. But in that same breath, he's put into law where if you make over 600 bucks a year on uh, PayPal or Venmo or anything else, then you got to pay taxes on it. Listen, they're going to try to hire all these IRS agents and all to go follow all this. And I guess this will, but I mean, I don't know how they're going to stop this. I think we're past the point now that where we can stop it. Let's say, let's go crazy. Let's say in 2022 that they have the elections and there's this big giant red wave and they take back the house and they get a, a Senate majority over 60 senators from one. So they don't even need the, like the filibuster can't help. And they, they will, I guarantee you the Republicans will not go in and change anything that Biden did. They will not. That's what makes me feel. This is a conspiracy well, with, with, between both parties. Even if they do, even if they can change things, they're going to wait until next election and do it that year because they're already in office. So they always wait to do these things when it's going to look good on their campaign. Now, I think they'll get Biden out of office. I think they'll impeach him and get him right out of office. Then you have uh, what's I'm talking about, you know, doing things in, in regards to energy, food, supply chain, everything else. You know, every time anybody has a cough, it's a new pandemic. Like I said, they all want to wait until the election year to start actually doing stuff. Uh, right now, they're the I forget who in Canada is suing the Biden administration over the Keystone Pipeline. They're suing them for like a couple billion dollars because of the money they lost when he came in and stopped it. Yeah, uh, he's done everything to fuck us over as far as fossil fuel, and now you're seeing the results of it. And I I don't know if they even really thought this out. I don't know how they didn't, but it's just everything. It's they've they've destroyed the social fabric of this country with the uh, LGBTQA plus minus question mark hypothesis, yeah. all that shit. They've done it by crippling the fossil fuel industry, so we don't have a way of making cheap energy now. You know they're they're doing this whole woke shit, and co and companies are feeling the effects of it, and we'll see what happens. I forget where I heard this from, and it made a lot of sense. If we were, if climate change was such a big deal and we were going to have all these problems in 30 years, you wouldn't be able to get a mortgage. People would not put their money on the street if this, if the country and, and we were going to be flooded in 30 years. They wouldn't do it. You wouldn't be able to get any kind of insurance in Florida. You wouldn't be able to get any kind of home loan in Florida. You wouldn't be able to do this because people would not put their money in place in, in something that they know was going to be destroyed. Hey, we got an offer here from uh, Fatty. Yes. If shit has the fan, you both are welcome to move in with me in Egypt. P.S. We got wheat so, re, wheat shortage and inflation. Yeah, it's it's worldwide. This is all worldwide. Yeah. Well, you know, they're all like, it's because of the war in Ukraine. I think Ukraine, from what I read, was like 4% of the wheat. Right. But I think India 
who represents a large amount of that wheat they're like yeah you know those uh, exports we were doing yeah we're gonna just hold on to our wheat because uh, we got to make sure our own people can be fed so right so that's a problem and then the united states so what ha- so what's going on is the three percent that it's going to europe we're making that up so instead of keeping the oil here for us we're taking our oil and we're shipping it to europe this way right. we have a, a basically a shortage because we can't use our own oil and now we're we're cozying up to Venezuela, Iran, for what? Uh, uh, Saudi Arabia. When we can, we have plenty of fuel, you know, natural resources here that they won't let us use, and we can't use it from Canada. It's ridiculous. But it's, but it's for climate change, John. Yeah, sure it is. Even though to, to tanker the oil over, <laughs> does way more damage to, right, to the environment than us just pumping in out of our own soil so now what okay so what's going on right now is russia is trying to they're selling all their oil to china the problem is to get it there they got to take it by ship right the ships that they need are too big to get into port they're too big so they're taking tankers and they're going out into the ocean where the big tankers are and they're offloading it again in the big tankers and then they're sending them to china which takes like a month to get there Right. A slow boat to China, it takes that long. So here we are. And they have to pay Russia for the oil in rubles. Yep. Yeah. So they're, they're de- destroying the dollar because the only thing that made the dollar any worth anything was it we used it to back oil reserves. Everybody had to buy their uh, oil in uh, US dollars. Yes. Now that that's not happening, the dollar is going to turn into nothing. They're, they're destroying this country. And I don't understand. I don't understand. It's fiat currency now. You know, it used to be based on the gold standard and then became oil. And I told the wife, I said, yeah, I mean, the only thing valuable we have anymore as a country, uh, as far as that goes, would be our debt. So can they base it on it? Can they base the value of the dollar on our debt? (laughs) Because that's the only thing we have that's any value. Yeah, that's the only thing we have. So I don't know. So, all right, Bob, I think we've said it all. I think we've done it all. We unless have, you, unless you've got something else. I'll, Negative, I'll sir. All righty. We'll be back Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, whatever time it is in your area. Come on, hang out with us. Because remember, it's the Boomer Bunker, where we talk about the governments. The Boomer Bunker Podcast. It's the Boomer Bunker Podcast. Where is that thing? I got to play that one more time. Oh, anybody watches that shit. I don't know how anybody watches that shit. Welcome <laughs> To the Boomer Bunker Podcast. I'm John Jamingo. I wonder. <laughs> wonder he may need to up his uh, fee for A and E heating and cooling because there's yeah. a lot of uh, ad space here, right? Because of that, it's fine. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Said Japanese. I don't know.